0: Welcome to the show, episode 333 of Kicking It With The King. It's Friday, 19th, the 19th, excuse me, 2021. It's good to be back. It's your host, Gabriel Hernandez, as always, joining me here live. It's good to be here. It's good to be back. Um, it feels like a while since we last were here together. I mean, it was literally like a, a week ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, last Friday. It seemed like forever, though. Really? Really? It does seem like forever, but um, better late than never. We are back. It's good to be here. We've got a great show lined up for you. Um. First things first, as always, before we begin the show, um, do follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At KWTKpod, uh, real G the King on Twitter. I don't think I've said that in a while, as well as uh, KWTKpod, obviously, on Instagram. Twitter, G the King underscore official on Instagram as well. And we're available everywhere you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen, exclusively on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the major podcast providers, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, and... Review, guys, because we're everywhere and we want to continue to get the show out there for everybody to listen to. So that's one of the best parts about Anchor. Like I said, they make that possible for everybody. So like, share, rate, review. So on today's episode of Kicking It With The King, obviously, um, we have a triple header fight card coming up. That's just absolutely fucking fantastic. I mean, Valentina Shevchenko returning against Jessica Andrade. I mean, the newly announced rematch has been announced since we last were on the podcast. Jorge Masvidal taking on Kamaru Usman. I mean, remember that uh, exclusive episode we did when we watched Usman versus Masvidal? So we'll, we'll talk about that as well as, um, you know, all the other things that have been happening in the last week or so. So like I said, uh, without further ado, I say this always on every single show. Sit back, relax, spark up a joint pour a glass of tequila do whatever you need to do because we're gonna get right into these things folks so like I said appreciate each and every one of you guys so let's begin um so uh fun fact actually I just got done watching the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier which is now streaming exclusively on Disney plus the first ever episode I think did it come out last night or did it come out today because i was scrolling through twitter and i got a notification on my phone that said oh the falcon and winter soldier first episode is streaming now on disney plus and i was like oh shit i've been waiting for that i mean that's been announced since last year man so i was like i was waiting hella long for that one uh the first episode was real good honestly and and then it's like when you watch these episodes like To be honest, like, when you guys, if you guys went back and watched The Mandalorian Show, which was, like, a huge-ass amount of people and subscription numbers for Disney Plus because there was people that wanted to watch The Mandalorian Show, dude, that was, like, a live-action movie. Like, every single episode was, like, a part of a movie. And going forward to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series right now, dude, that's kind of what it felt like, a a movie. So, it was really cool. It had a lot of action. I mean, you know, obviously... uh it definitely did deliver. I um I can't wait for the second episode. And um it's so crazy because uh what's it called? I noticed that like my reaction to seeing that notification about the fact that the first episode was streaming. I went and jumped on the opportunity. I mean, I watched the first couple episodes of WandaVision, but I don't know, just me personally, you guys are going to hate me for this one. But I, I just didn't feel like, I don't know, I didn't feel the excitement like everybody else was. I mean, yeah, the first couple episodes were kind of weird, to be honest with you. Like, just the whole black and white, you know, taking place back in, like, the 1950s before we had color TV and all this other shit. So, it's like, you know, it was cool. I mean, I watched a couple episodes. I mean, if I really need something to watch, like, a good show to keep watching uh, that's based on the Marvel series and stuff, like, I'm a big fan. Obviously, if you guys guys know, like, the Avengers and all that. I mean, if you look at my desk, man, there's just nothing but Avengers memorabilia and stuff right on the front of my desk so i mean i do love the avengers i love everything it has to do with them um i just I, maybe i have to go back and watch the wa- a couple episodes of wandavision and i'll be fine but um uh, that's what i've been doing on my off time as well um and actually um received the uh, 1400 dollars stimulus check as well um i still have like 95 percent of it don't worry ladies and gentlemen we didn't go crazy we didn't go buy a bunch of weird shit online with it um Actually, I actually have it saved, it's actually an envelope, it's actually hidden somewhere in this very room, because uh, we are using that for our commuter car, we are using that to get to point A, point, point B, because you know like for the longest time I've lived in the city, and you know there's like you know how like cities like san francisco los angeles they all have like the metro lines and the metro buses and the metro trains and stuff that gets you from point a to point b and like all the students and stuff will take them and people that go to work in the city and they live necessarily like on the outskirts they take the, the trains to get in on the city so you know like there's a lot of people like there'll be like in san francisco that that um like they're on the, um. they use the scooters and stuff, right? Like, the, so they're on the scooters. There's this new, I think it's like a, I don't know if it's like a Uber, Uber electronic um scooter, but you got to slide your card or something. I think you got, I don't know if you had to put your driver's license on it or something like that, but you've you got to um put your card in. I think you got to slide like a debit card or some shit like that. You get, you get access to a certain, uh, I, I I don't know how it worked though. When I went to LA and I seen that, I was like. Oh, that's cool, because there was this one dude who was using one of those little scooters to go pick up all the other scooters, because it was late at night, and it was almost 12 o'clock in the morning, so I mean, I know there's a lot of weird people out there in LA, so a lot of hobos and stuff, so I was like, you never know what these people can do, they can take that shit apart, or some other shit, weird shit, break it, or something like that, but anyways, that's not the point, so yeah, I saved up my money, I'm um, going to be purchasing commuter vehicle because you know just you know after a while man it's just like ah i don't want to sit and wait for ubers and wait for lifts or have to ask for rides or anything like that you know what i mean like you know people like i mean when you spend most of your time in the city and you know so used to doing one thing or used to a schedule or used to you know taking the train taking the bus, or taking whatever it is taking ubers taking lifts you know there's a lot of comedians and stuff that i've heard of and people talking about that they've they've gone and done that because it's quite frankly don't really have like because you know how like, people are traveling all the time or they're working all the time and they just don't have the um they just don't have the time and space for it but yeah man i'm excited uh a thousand dollars i do believe i'm going to be paying but um yeah it's better than waiting for an uber for sure but um you know the funny thing about uber (laughs) a lot of the people that follow me on twitter and uh i don't think i posted this on instagram i posted this on, on uber so um i don't know if you guys are familiar with how the uber app works so like you go in you enter your destination right you're you're it tells you where you are obviously so i'm at like one two four zero west metal lane and i need to go to starbucks on this certain part so you literally type in where you want to go it has three different types of ubers you can request uber xl uber what's it called i don't fucking know what the fuck the comfort like here we here we go We'll, we'll go right into the app and break it down step by step and I'm going to tell you guys, because if you guys see my very aggressive tweets that I tagged Uber in on the other on the other day on Twitter, don't think I'm going crazy and stuff like that. Just like it's it's funny because like that's the way that people communicate nowadays. It's like online and stuff and you're tagging the company in some tweets. It's pretty fucking crazy and it's wild. So um, here we are. So let's say, for example, we're going to go to Jack in the Box, right? So it has Uber X at the top, it has Comfort and has Uber XL at the very bottom. Uber X from here to Jack in the Box would be eleven dollars, comfort fifteen, and Uber XL fifteen. So eleven dollars. So that's by a lot. It says eleven. It says ten to thirteen dollars. So about be like around like $13.50 something. But the thing I always always get irritated about is like certain times of the day when I'm requesting to go like to work or something. I just want to go like a couple hours early or some shit like that. Is the reason why I like want to go a couple hours early is because I know that it takes a little bit of time for this fucking app to get uh, squared away. Cause like you know how I said you know going back to what I said about requesting the rides. You can request them and boom, it's like connecting you to a driver, connecting you to a driver, connecting you to to a driver. And then boom, you'll either find a driver or it will tell you your price has increased. Tap here to see or something, some shit like that. Well, what was it? I took like a screen record of it the other day of it doing it in real time. And I was like, ha, this is so fucking hilarious. Like, like, wait, what? Like, they'll, like, go from, you know how I was just talking about 10 to $11 to, like, $45? Like, some of the, uh, a driver was telling me the other day about the uh, way that they do their pricing and stuff. Because if you pay attention to the pricing for Uber versus the pricing for Lyft, Lyft is significantly cheaper. But at least where I'm at, dude... <laughs> you you had better pack a lunch and get to walking because you're not gonna get to where you want to go with Lyft. It's like a one in a billion chances that you'll get a driver and stuff. And you know if not, if anything, I've had it a couple times where I've requested a driver after super long, and it cancel or the driver cancels and it's like, oh, that one in a billion times I'll get a driver. They cancel, and I don't even have a driver now for the Lyft app. And then you go and try to use Uber app, and they're still surging like that, like, you know, so, like, I understand surge pricing, I understand it gets busy, but, realistically, who the fuck pays surge, I mean, I've, I've paid it a couple times, ladies and gentlemen, for sure, what's the most I've ever paid for an Uber, though, I think the most I've ever paid, like, in my life, it wasn't surge, it was actually, seemed to be a legitimate price from where I was going, um, it's about, like, uh, I don't know how far it is from here, but probably about close to 30 40 35 35 40 minutes from here if you just drive straight without stopping but uh yeah it was like it was like 30 something dollars i think oh oh i remember (laughs) Uh, this is gonna be so mean when you hear this the reason why i went a city a couple cities over a while back was because there is like no i didn't know of any weed shops were local so i had known of one shop that you just needed your id to go into before you needed like a medical card and now you just need like an id and stuff at least over here in california but this was back in the day so um you needed a medical card right and then uh i had i didn't have a medical card man i didn't really want to fill one out either i didn't i mean that's kind of like i got my weed from other people or people that were selling it because i couldn't access it right couldn't access it from the shops but that time that it eventually opened and you could use your, your ID and you just had to be 21 years or older, I, um, I went to that shop a couple times and that's why my Ubers were so expensive. Okay, so I, like, I took the, there is a bus that connects here and it's like a dollar fucking 50. And then I took an Uber from the last stop, which cut the ride in half significantly so I didn't have to pay that much money. But then I go and I take the, I took the Uber back, but that was a while back. But yeah, so like the most I've ever paid has been about 30 ish dollars. But you know, like the wildness of, uh, oh, you know, like I said, the surging, it's super like stupid, man. It's like, it's not just a surge, but they have something they call driver surge as well to where they can ramp up the amount of money that people are paying. And I'm just thinking like, for me, it just doesn't sit well. Like you got all these people who are trying to get to point A, point B and, um you know like you know for the most part portion their money I mean I wouldn't want anybody to spend a ridiculous amount on Uber and Lyft and I know that there's a lot of people including myself that have spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on it and part of it's waiting part of it's um yeah dealing with the bullshit of having a way and dealing with them just you know letting the drivers um ramp up the prices that they want but realistically like the last probably 10 times that I've ever taken an Uber man I just you know la- probably a little bit more than 10 times but yeah I'm just like fuck surge I'm not surge prices. I mean it's so stupid and you know like these drivers are declining rides left and right and because it doesn't meet, meet their financial threshold but it's like dude it's what you sign on for like it can't be can't just be picking and choosing and stuff like that it's like it's i mean i can understand it then you have full uh 100 uh like you said you're 100 percent obligated to not take one or to take one but in reality it's like you know this is this is what you guys get paid for i mean there's people that don't even get rides at all like the, the drivers and stuff like that I mean so it's like it's pretty wild man it's just like uh, the way that they structure their app and then you know from my, when I went to the, the tweets and stuff back to what we we're talking about earlier with the tweets, I was just like, you know, this is a company that um, has hundreds of sexual assault uh, um, thre- not threats, excuse me, but claims from their weird ass drivers i mean so on top of that you're giving these weird ass drivers the ability to fuck around with the prices when you guys have base prices so you're telling me like versus eleven dollars to go about what is it about like six miles how much is it? i think it's like about six or so six or seven miles right they said they have this whole little fair thing broken down how much cents per mile how much uh, just convenience fee and all this other bullshit that they have attached to it. Generally, that's what you look at and that's what you'll be seeing and that's what you're gonna be paying times a little bit more. So it's like, like I said, it was 10, new, they said $10 to $12 shown between the threshold of 10 to $12. So that's exactly what you're gonna be paying between that and then boom, all of a sudden you just push it and then, you know, you're waiting for a ride, you're waiting for a ride, you're waiting for a ride and then boom, it says your ride is at a higher price now. Click to accept. I'm like, I'm not clicking shit. I mean, the most, like, I seen one ride that was up to, like, $13. Like, literally, I was, I was, uh, I requested the $11 ride, and it said, sir, or, you know, it said the ride is at a higher price, and it went to 13 And I accepted it, because I was like, dude, I'm just trying to get home at this point, so I really don't care if it's 13 versus fucking $40 versus, like, 50 or 60 dude. I was looking at it, and I was just like, oh my fucking god, you guys are insane, like, there's, I mean, maybe if I just hit the jackpot or some shit like that, I would click the, I would click to surge it, but, um, yeah, so, I don't know, I just didn't like the way that they, uh, the way that they run their app, and more so don't like the fact that I'm putting my fate in random ass people's hands, you know, I had to put my fate in my own hands, so, yeah, I talked to one of my, um, team leads about it, um, You know, manager, team lead, whatever you want to call them Team lead, shift lead <laughs> Yeah, it's shift lead, that's what it is, shift lead I have all my words mixed up but Yeah, so I talked to her about that Um, So we have some good news coming within the next week So really don't have to worry about dumb Uber or anything else like that So that should be good Um, Other than that, yeah man, I've just been sleeping a lot Um, Catching up on sleep, which I seem to always be doing um, and, you know, watching, just, you know, watching stuff, and reading, and, you know, just chilling, man, we just, we just chill here, uh, chilling, relaxing, um, I've been watching a couple more things on Hulu, um, getting more into, like, re- watching the nine one one show, that's a really good show as well, um, caught up on a couple episodes, of swat on swat on cbs if you have that local channel it's free so every time a brand new episode comes out on cbs it's uh for free on the cbs app so i use that one too to watch uh episodes weekly um but i think like they lock a certain amount of episodes because you know after a while you have to have like a lot of your subscription and stuff but yeah i have the um just upgraded to the Hulu bundle, the the Hulu Disney Plus ESPN bundle. I, I I previously had it man, I was paying 12 twelve twelve ninety nine a month, but um when I switched carriers to Verizon, um they offer the bundle in the within the phone bill. So basically you pay for the bundle when you pay for your phone bill because it's all linked together. So I was trying to set that up. Um I could not figure out how to activate it. And I don't know what went wrong and i think i should not never try to activate things while i'm absolutely stoned out of my mind so i just went back and i just said fuck it man i'm not worrying about having to do this shit i like i had it all perfectly before that except i had the old subscription the old subscriptions the one where you have ads i mean if you're really trying to save money and you don't mind thirty seconds or plus of ads, then it's for you if you're trying to manage your money, if it really you don't have to be real fancy or anything like that. You just quite simply request ads and or have the subscription where you have the ads and it's just a little less expensive. I mean I went from playing thirteen ninety nine to or twelve ninety nine to paying twenty dollars, which is wild. But hey all ads, baby, so you don't have to worry about nothing, but anyway, at the end of the day, if you, if you, uh, if you needed to, like, pay for, if you want to just watch your shows and stuff, it's kind of, like, similar to watching them on TV, especially when you got all those ads and stuff coming, but anyway, guys, I think we talked a little bit too much about that, um, let's, um, we're 19 minutes in, alright, so, um, what, what fights we have coming up, I think there's a fight night, if I'm not mistaken, there's a fight night before, um yeah here we go yeah we'll fight night before the next big wild pay-per-view so this weekend march 20th uh, live on espn and espn plus we've got a middleweight showdown between Derek brunson taking on uh big mouth kevin holland in the main event which is a very exciting fight and speaking of very exciting fights man there's been a couple of really nice fights that have been recently announced um one that i was not expecting the first time uh, the first time I seen it announced, I was like, whoa, I never knew this one. Um, so Charles Oliveira takes on Michael Chandler for the undisputed 155-pound title via Dana White. Yesterday, he is officially, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov has officially vacated his 155-pound uh, belt. I know was that little hurdle for the longest time where Khabib didn't really officially announce his retirement, or he... You know, he retired, but you know, it wasn't like official. I mean, he was still in the rankings. There was no talks of an undisputed vacant belt at lightweight. Some were trying to make the Poirier versus McGregor two fight for the undisputed title, but at that time we didn't really know the official decision. Uh but via Dana White, so we look at and what what Dana White said was that You know, here's his post. He was like this. 29-0 it is. Here he is, 100% officially retired. It was incredible to watch you work, Team Khabib. Thanks for everything, and enjoy what's next, my friend. I mean, Khabib's taking the role and taking the mantle of coach, and he's coaching some really good guys. I mean, his protege, Islam Makachev, is set to do big things at 155. You know, big fight for him. I mean, what Khabib's been able to do, man, it's been absolutely outstanding. Man, He literally beat everybody he needed to beat in the UFC and maybe beat Poirier, the guy has been the guy that's been uh touted as the undisputed undis- uncrowned champion. But in reality, fast forwarding to this, uh, we've got, like I said, Charles Oliveira taken on. Michael Chandler, very, very interesting fight. How light Michael Chandler is on the feet. I mean if you look at how good Michael Chandler is on the feet compared to Charles Oliveira, he's been striking for a lot longer. Obviously, um I picked Jiu Jitsu all all you know, 100% all day, every day, I put put the jiu-jitsu in the ground game in the form of Charles Oliveira. But if you look at Michael Chan there, he's super sneaky, too. I mean, he shared a video, a slowed-down video and a normal video of him uh, wrestling with Usman. And it just seems like he's so light on the ground. He's so quick and he's so freaking athletic and so light on the feet and such power in his hands and feet. Um, interesting to see how that fight turns out because if you look at charles Oliveira's strengths his submissions and his ground game are two of his top strengths so um it'll be interesting to see how he puts those together with michael if he can get him down if he can hold him down if he could uh utilize those nasty submissions man you see him pulling off something super amazing like that i mean charles Oliveira becoming a world champion at 155 pounds who the hell would have thought That would be amazing. I mean, it's kind of weird. A lot of people are questioning Michael Chandler getting a title shot after beating Dan Hooker. But in reality, um, people are asking this question. But there's a lot of people that I feel know the question as well. Where does Dustin Poirier fit in all this, according to a lot of people? Well, in my knowledge, to be honest with you, we've been talking about Poirier versus McGregor three. To, to finalize the trilogy. So I'm feeling that Poirier went that direction and he's gonna get paid a ton a fuck ton of lot of money, man. Fighting the fighting Connor is like a title fight each time. I mean, as amazing as the first fight was, even though it didn't last long, we got Connor victorious the first time. In the new era, Poirier successful the second time. I mean the way he beat Connor was amazing. I mean it's a Poirier like finish, man. And gritty, tough and you know he he got the job done and still holds to this day as one of the biggest wins. I mean we never seen Connor get TKO'd inside the octagon. Now we've seen that happen in boxing. Mind you, it's boxing, so he was only limited to using his hands and his movement, his footwork. He couldn't use his feet. He couldn't use all eight limbs. So you know he was severely limited in the Floyd fight. So I mean, obviously it's a boxing fight. You, you can count it if you want, but you can't. But we but Poirier was able to do to Connor and that since in the UFC octagon was this most recent time was absolutely crazy. And the big money fight, I mean, all respects to Charles Oliveira and all respects, like the biggest, most utter respect to Michael Chandler and them fighting for the Undisputed title. But money-wise, attention-wise, fan-wise, clout-wise, Poirier-McGregor three is going to do significantly more numbers than Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira fight. However, that will get the division moving. We will decide who an undisputed world champion is on that night. And we'll move forward with that and whoever wants a taste of UFC gold can fight either Michael Chandler or Charles Oliveira. Bolter championship worthy. Michael Chandler's tasted uh he's tasted gold outside the UFC. Has yet to taste UFC gold. Same thing with Charles Oliveira, I mean. He was fighting hundred and forty five pounds for the longest time. Some good wins, some big wins, and he fought at 155 and he's kind of bouncing back and forward. But you know, he really had a problem with his weight early on, he was missing weight, and you know, now he seems to have that under control. Now he's putting it all together. I mean, he, his grappling, his wrestling, you know, what he was able to do with Tony Ferguson. And all props to Tony Ferguson for defending that nasty armbar bar, too. Man, Charles is legit, so... I mean, a lot of these fights have been announced, are so good. What's another one? And then we'll get right back and talk about Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. Let's check out that weigh-in, too. Because uh, well, weigh-ins just happened as well today. And tomorrow night, they all throw down. So, um... Yeah, so a couple other fights that have been announced as of late. Let's check it out. Um... Yes, we got Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira for the undisputed title, um, and also re- the returning T J Dillashaw against Corey Sanhagen, the surging Corey Sanhagen. Very exciting fight. I'm um, excited for that one. May eighth, that's coming up. That's that's exciting. Um, I mean, we've been waiting to see T J fight for so long. He's coming off his suspension. He's obviously never lost his belt. One hundred thirty five pounds. He relinquished his belt due to the usada violation and um you know epo in his system he literally said used it to try to get down to cut down 125 pounds so he could challenge for the belt but we've seen all that we've seen how that went unfortunately for tj and he unfortunately um, was out for two years now he's back against sanhagen and another one really awesome there's a list of these really good fights that have been really announced um we've got um Cody Garrant against Rob Font. Oh, my God. Boston's Rob Font. Two hard-hitting sluggers. That's a classic brawl, man. That's going to be a fun one. I mean, it's like whoever lands first is going to get knocked out in that one. I mean, Rob Font. The dangerous Rob Font. He follows me on Twitter, by the way. Rob fucking Font. Jeez, man. he He's a killer. And I like Rob Font. So it's be really exciting to... Uh, See, I mean, if Rob Font gets that win, that's a b- that's a big win for him. That's one of the biggest wins for him. And same thing with Cody No Love. He's coming off that one punch knockout over Charles. Oh, not Charles Oliver. I was gonna, Rafael dos and um, you know, with Dominic Cruz, returning to win the winning form with T J Dillashaw, in the mix and just everybody surging. Aljamain Sterling becoming the world champion. Um. Um, Alderman Sterling becoming the world champion, I mean, obviously Peter Yan still in the mix, um, and, you know, we still got a, like I said, match Peter Yan versus Al Sterling, so, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that fight goes the second time. It'll be interesting to see if they're angling for that, too, um, then again, you know I've heard talks of Henry Cejudo potentially, possibly coming back. I never truly believed he was retired to begin with. Um, it'll be truly interesting to see what the what's going to happen in the near future for this division. It'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. Like I said, the way the weirdest way, <laughs> like for Aljamain Sterling to win, going back to that for a second, is like. Uh, you know, the only, I mean, the way he won, so, you know, he won by a disqualification because Peter Yan threw an illegal knee, so they do have to run the, thinking about it now is that they have to run that one back in order to legitimatize the division m- m- a little bit more, considering, like, say, Aljamain Sterling comes back and wins in impressive fashion against Peter Yan, then that might cover up all the, uh, you know, the rest of the, what's it called, uh controversy down at 135 pounds. So a lot of fights coming up. Real exciting fights. Um looking forward to them. I mean I'm looking forward to UFC 261. I'm looking forward to Usman versus Masvidal too. Uh, I mean, very interesting because I remember the first time. I mean, I've watched it three times probably now, but that time where we watched it while we we're on the podcast, man, I was you. I was just so I, that was the the podcast where I was so blown away by Usman's performance because dude, Usman just would, would strike to wrestle. He was always so active on the ground. He he's very patient with his shots. I mean, he he landed everything he needed to land. Like he took him down when he needed to. You know, obviously, like I said, he's, he's striking against the cage when he shoots in for the wrestling. And, you know, he, he withstands some bombs. He showed that he has a good chin, obviously. We've seen that on uh, display with the Colby fight. But, you know, Usman obviously did get caught a couple times in that Masvidal fight. Masvidal did land, and it did look like he lands with uh, bad intentions when he throws. But, um, you know, it it's uh, interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see, like what the changes Masvidal can do and if and or if there's any changes to be made because Usman's just that damn good I mean people just think that Usman's gonna wipe the floor again with him and obviously like I said it was six days notice for Masvidal so we don't really get to see him at his full form against Usman but now he's gonna seem to get the full form that we need and you know, it's a little bit more exciting now because, you know, if you want to think that Masvidal could win and at this stage of his career, what a big, huge, uh, massive, uh, you know, uh, accomplishment that would be for Masvidal if he is able to realize a UFC welterweight title at age. What, how old is Masvidal? Like 34? 34, 35? I mean, that would be, that would be an ultimate dream. Now, how likely is that dream of becoming a reality? I don't know, because Usman just that damn good. But who knows, man? Who who knows? Lee knows. But let's take a look at that, that card, because that is like a fantastic card. I'm excited for that one, man. That That's a triple header, man. Let's see. UFC 261. We're going to pull this shit up real quick. 261. Here we go. here we go and this this uh, fight card will allow fans in there. We will get fans in this for, for this fight card. It will be premiered at the Veteran uh, Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. So what we've got on this fight card so far is a triple header, triple title fights. So in the main event, we got Kamaru Usman taking on Mosford all this for the second time. Um and we've got Valentina Shevchenko taking on Jessica Andrade. Um and then at women's strawweight, another fun fight we watched the other day was Lee versus Yonah Young jacek Very exciting fight too. That was back and forth. Um. Then at light heavyweight, we got Anthony Smith returning against Jimmy Croop. So it's, it's slowly but surely building up. I think it's going to be an interesting fight to see. Um, uh, it'd be interesting to see um, what happens in that one too. So. It'll be interesting a little scary video um popped up of ufc fighter julie julija Storal Ranko. um she p- fainted on the scale earlier during the ufc weigh-in so it was pretty scary stuff she, you see her stand on the scale and she stands off she kind of seems to lose her footing a little bit and just collapse like a like a knockout and she falls back down on her feet members of the commission and stuff all grab her. I'm I'm presuming that she's off for tomorrow because it's uh, very, um, obviously, dangerous. Um, Weight cutting is dangerous in general. It's life-threatening. It can kill you. You can shut down your kidneys. You can pass out. And, you know, it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Severely unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that shows you, man. That's why, like, I'd rather fight a weight class higher. If anything, because, like, it's, it's a little bit safer. <laughs> but, um... So, I mean, obviously, I don't think there's... I mean, there's a safe... There's safe ways for weight cuts... But there's no like perfect safe way, cause in reality, guys, it's unsafe to begin with, and you know obviously like I say you should be fighting at your natural weight class. It's easier said than done, especially when there's a lot of I mean, you know you try to weigh in and you're substantially um, substantially smaller than the people that still weigh in. Like you know for one seventy, you could be. A 170 pounder but still be small compared to the big 170s just because you make the weight doesn't mean your body's made for that weight like some people that you know like israel for example when israel moved up to 205 pounds technically he's fought like it was like 200 pounds but his body mass didn't change he didn't really gain any muscle he just kind of what didn't really have to cut too much weight to weigh in so and you got guys that are smaller smaller bill and you know guys like frankie edgar man everybody was bigger than frankie edgar when he originally first fought at 155 pounds and stuff and you know we've seen a lot lots of different guys fight at different weight classes and you know like cerrone for example i mean so henry cejudo did it he fought at flyweight uh he fought at bantamweight and Max Holloway did it briefly, fought at 155, 45. Jose Aldo, notorious for it as well, I mean, fought the majority of his career at 145 and now dropped down 155, or 100, excuse me, 135 pounds, so, I mean, it's wild, man. I mean, especially, like, if you think about some of these people that are a lot older still doing these weight cuts. I mean, this could happen to anybody. I mean, we have yet to see a weight cut death inside the octagon. But MMA-wise, in the MMA world, we've seen it happen before. It's happened. It's been well documented. And same thing with people dying in the ring. People have died in the boxing ring before. Um, people have died in the MMA cage before. But, like I said, another thing... Has it happened in the UFC cage yet? And do we want it to happen? I would pray that it doesn't happen anytime soon and so far so good. We haven't seen anything like that other than what just happened right now. Um, very unfortunate. Um, I think they are, they're going to call her fight off because there's no way in hell you can go to uh, fight after that. Texting my friend. friend Selena but yeah speaking of that (laughs) I have to tell you guys another this I just seem to never ever 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 catch a fucking brick Okay, so I'm going to tell you two things right now, all right? So, number one, a brand new advanced dizzy cart has been shipped to this address. It hasn't arrived yet. It's been shipped. It's been packaged and shipped. So, however long the shipping day takes, it's going to be here. Um, But I don't know if you guys are familiar with dizzy. I mean, I talk about it a lot. But I just can't catch a break with these. I need a lanyard or something to keep around my neck because I, I just can't keep the fucking thing on me. Like, I'll lose it. And won't be be without something to smoke on let me let's take a picture or let's, let's take a look at what it looks like and it's it's it says it has more power and it lasts longer i mean the battery had already lasted longer if you're familiar with stizzies and stuff the battery the it did last pretty long but you know this one obviously like i said just the whole battery thing for me just like losing them i tend to lose them quite frequently man so it's just like Fortunately, i didn't have my best cartridge in there i have the the best cartridge out here i mean i'm gonna buy some more i buy some quite frequently so um it's not like i'm gonna be without a cartridge for too long literally um however long like i said it takes to get there it's a red one um, I've had bad luck with the camouflage ones and bad luck with the black one too. So, I'm not too interested in getting those ones. So that should be coming in the mail too. Um, obviously you can't buy carts on the website, but you can buy their products, their their cart, their uh cartridges. Excuse me, the, the the battery, and you know some lanyards and t t shirts and shit like that on there. But yes, yeah, so we did that. So, um, hopefully this time around, man, I don't want to keep telling you guys I keep losing losing them. Excuse me, it's like. That just seems like a reoccurring theme, you know what I mean? I don't want to be reoccurring and um uh having to keep buying new ones because you know the uh the pens uh how much was the last pen? The, the, the pens are generally around 20 something bucks, like 21, 22. Um, the cartridges are about 50 something bucks. I don't really get the half grams um if anybody knew because i i feel like i just go through them super fast but like the full grams i um they go nearly a month i had i had would have had like three of them right now but i, had, I only literally had two of the live resin cards left but the one thing about the live resin cards that i have gotten and the, they've been indica so i'm looking literally at one right now um it's, it's like it doesn't get you like that kind of high where you're just like uncomfortable you know what I mean, like that high where you're just like thinking too much or too, you're, uh Like you know, like you're hella paranoid. Like you get, I mean, I get nervous when I'm like under pressure or if I'm um giving myself pressure to hurry up on something or if I'm gonna be late or something. I get kind of nervous or get some anxiety. But work wise, like performance wise, I'd say it's still my my performances are so solid with it. So it's like you know, it's not that wild kind of high. It's like a controlled, very you know you know, very positive one, it's like, almost like you don't even know your high, to begin with, it's just like it happens, we find a bit of weed here on the desk, so we should spark some of this shit up, I haven't, uh, bought, I bought uh eighth of weed the other day, it was like $30, and it's all gone already, because I don't really smoke weed too often, not that I don't want to, it's just I haven't had the opportunity to buy it in a while, so, I mean, I buy it from the clubs too, like that, but, uh, I'm gonna go get my lighter, I think it's on the other side. But yeah, I buy it from the clubs, but you know, the last thing I bought that was weed from the club was uh, a pack of five uh, pre-rolled biscotti um, pre-rolled joints. At one point in time, there was like five lighters in this room all at once and separate times and stuff. But here we are. We have this one, and we are going to spark this shit up on our show, ladies and gentlemen. So, quick little a commercial break. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. In with the King is available exclusively on Spotify podcast. Be sure to listen to us, like us, share us, rate us, review us. Positive reviews only, ladies and gentlemen. We only rock with the positive reviews, and we just reached 11,000 what's it called, eleven thousand total listens of the podcast. So I'm pretty sure we reached out a while back, but we probably would have had substantially more um numbers because of the old podcasts and the other episodes and stuff before that. So um just like I said, be, be sure to follow us on social media, KWTK Pod on Instagram, Twitter, um, real G the King on Twitter and G the King underscore official on Instagram as well. So be sure to follow us. And will support us because we support you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Yeah, so uh, let's get back to talking about Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. Fairly interesting fight. I mean, uh, Kevin Holland's making some noise. I mean, he obviously, like I said, has that fans behind him. Obviously talks a lot, you know, but he shows up. And his last big win was over Ray Souza. And the knockout off his back was absolutely amazing, man. He got, he has some long limbs. He hits real hard, and he stunned him, and he beat him. Man. That was a really nasty weight, weight. And we never really seen Jacare get taken out like that. So for Kevin Holland to have a big win like that, I mean, I don't talk about MMA math. I'm not really a guy that advocates for MMA math. But <laughs> you look at what Kevin Holland did to Jacare and what Jacare did to Derek Brunson. Um, I mean, for the longest time, I feel like Derek Brunson just fought fights and fought super aggressively. So that's gotten him to the point where he leaves himself open to getting knocked out easier. But over the years, like, he, he's kind of, like, you know, calculated himself. I mean, he still has a killer finishing instincts and, you know, lots of power, lots of devastating ground and pound. I mean... I was watching uh, some Derek Brunson highlights the other day, I think, that the UFC put out. And they showed his uh, win over Leoto Machida. I didn't know he... I forgot he beat Machida in the way he did. He beat him in an impressive fashion. I mean, he's won and lost in impressive fashion. So, a lot of people have looked good against Derek Brunson. But Derek Brunson has also looked severely good against lots of people. Will he look good against Kevin Holland? It'd be interesting because Derek Brunson has uh, good wrestling great takedowns i mean i did kevin holland get easily taken down by Jacare? i don't remember but i just remember that you know Derek brunson has a real good takedowns and stuff like that but you know he, his striking is pretty wild um obviously this will be another big step for kevin holland obviously like i said the first one with Jacare souza and now He's going to take on Derek Brunson, and, you know, obviously, be a very, very interesting fight. I mean, calculated on the feet, I'd say that uh, Kevin Holland has a little bit more scary power. I mean, Derek Brunson has power, too, but, you know, Kevin Holland's very, uh, very sneaky, very nasty, man. He has long limbs. He can hit you real hard. He can kick you real hard, and he can submit you, too, if he wants, man. So it'll be so interesting to see what happens. Um in this fight obviously um you know a big fight in the middleweight division um with style bender returning to 185 pounds um obviously still got a lot of big middleweight fights coming up unfortunately for paulo costa he will not be taking on robert whittaker so robert whittaker will finally be able to take on a former foe he was set to fight kelvin gaslam at one point time that didn't happen they're penciling the fight again kelvin fills in for paulo costa got kelvin Versus Robert Whitaker, and we've got Darren Till taking on, um, what's his name? Marvin Vittori. So it's like a little middleweight tournament, if you will. And this weekend, we've got Brunson versus Holland. So we've got Brunson, Holland, Whitaker versus Gaslam, and all due respect to all, we got Till versus Vittori. So we got a little bit of a middleweight tournament. Don't necessarily know who can, uh, merge victorious and be the one to fight for the middleweight title next but you know i say, say robert Whittaker if he's successful against calvin gaslam um a lot of people want to see the marvin Vittory israel 2 fight because marvin did have success early on and have good successors and the fight with israel a lot of people want to see that um and a lot of people obviously like i said we've seen calvin fight israel before and it was a pretty bloody gory highly contested fight for sure so it'll be interesting to see everything that happens like that um really interesting fights um then obviously you'll see 261 coming up too so that's going to be a fun one and as a uh, time goes by we'll start to break that one down a little bit more too so um what time are we at here on the show trying to get over an hour to jump in the shower we're, we're literally lining up perfectly for an hour so um yeah there was a couple of uh little quick quick little things that we have left here on the pod uh, we will be back tomorrow too for another episode of the podcast to talk about um obviously this anything anything that happens from now till tomorrow literally and then there's like other stuff that's come up that, anything else that comes up too so um Let's take a look. So Joe Biden's... What what is this? Oh, I just lost my... uh, um, What's it called? My train of thought. I was reading something and it disappeared on me. Ah, here we are. Biden's education secretary just canceled one billion of student loan debt for 72,000 defrauded borrowers. The Department of Education just said it's canceling debt for about 72,000 defrauded students' borrowers. This reverses a Trump-era policy that provided only partial debt relief to the defrauded students' borrowers are still struggling to pay off debt after-profit schools were shut down over scams. Although student debt cancellation for every American has not been implemented, debt occurred by students were frauded by it. For-profit schools will see their loans forgiven in the coming weeks. That's big because student debt, you never get rid of that, man. You borrow student uh, loans, your ass will be paying that long after you're out of college for sure unless you just con- it's like it's like a bill you just got to keep paying it back keep paying it back and paying it back I mean there's a lot of discussions about college and shit like that a lot of lots of different topics about it man cuz you know like some successful people don't even go to college some of the most successful people on the planet never even went to college let alone never even finish high school so it's like you know people are going to school for all these for, for like literally a piece of paper like a degree in something and it's not even like guaranteed that you're gonna have whatever the job is you're seeking after you finish school so like i said you know i'm a money maker i like to make money uh you know it's just different you know you never know there might be a job set out it just depends on what it is but you know there's a lot of people that spend loads of amounts of money and um you know at the end of it they're not even happy with the degree that they got are really content with it, so they you know, obviously, like I said, just wasted a bunch of their time and wasted a bunch of their own money and obviously took out loans and stuff. So loans are loans are a bitch to pay back for sure. Tell me about it. And it's like a it's like a damn bill. Jesus Christ, man. So what else does it say? In his first move as education. Secretary for Joe Biden, Miguel Cardona, on Thursday reversed uh, Trump. Oh, I just read that. Okay, I mean, that's cool. All right, what else do we got? So, stimulus checks have arrived in most Americans' bank accounts. 1400 stimulus they did say something about the child tax credits and stuff might take a little longer to process for most people But I do know lots of people that have received their fourteen hundred dollar stimulus check It's only a matter of what you choose to do with it right at this stage I mean it's the biggest stimulus check that any American single American has gotten or received the first one was uh, The first one was um What's it called? This the, the twelve hundred dollars stimulus check. That's when everything originally started, um and then we got the um six hundred dollar one, which was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, people were thankful to get it for sure. And then we got finally the fourteen hundred dollars stimulus check. So, like I said earlier, I'm gonna use you know uh, good ninety percent of my stimulus check to get a car uh so i don't really use uber as much because i was really you know kind of tired of using it and don't feel like i want to spend money every single fucking time that i that i need to go somewhere and you know it's quite simple because like you don't want to have to rely on somebody else to take you some to and from so yeah like i said i um talk to one of my uh friends co-workers whatever you want to call it and um me personally i'm gonna have something to take me to point a point b so um, I really am a big fan of Acura's too, and it's kind of like roomy, too. It's an SUV, and it's roomy, and, you know, that would be super exciting as well. So, you know, a little bit of something else to look forward to. Obviously, you don't have to deal with no bullshit from Uber. Uber I mean, Uber's great, and it's been great for people for, for, for many years. Um, Uber is, you know, obviously very beneficial for people if you need to get home, if it's an emergency, if your car breaks down, if you don't have a ride home if it's an emergency just like i can pull out my phone and for the most t- most part you know, i have to deal with no bullshit but when they when they're like i said earlier when they're tripling the rates for the prices and stuff like that to complete turn off and i just sat back and thought in my head i was like dude i want to know who the fuck pays for these because like how the hell do they make their money like that like there's, if you have a right mind out there you're didn't let someone triple the price for something. I mean, like I said, if the prices were super high like that, man, a lot of people would be fucked normally if they're just the normal prices, but it's like I'm not going to let a company uh, let a company try to treat us like that, especially when you make all the money and where the reasons why these people are getting money. Like, yeah, we'll pay their normal rates, but we're not going to pay these outrageous amounts of rates. Just because you guys are little punks and stuff like that, and have over 600, uh, 600 or, or over thousands of claims of sexual assault from your weird ass drivers and stuff. I mean, their background checks are shit. The way their drivers treat people are shit. And they're, you know, you, you're overdeclining rides left and right for people who actually need the rides, and you're sitting there comfortably in your warm, heat-filled car air-conditioned car depending on the situation and the weather and all that and these motherfuckers just toy around with the prices and stuff and think that and assume that people are gonna be paying their prices so um yeah so like i said i think the biggest accomplishment for me for the stimulus for this third one was to be to either yeah it was either to go to a car lot and drop some money down on a car or just find one of those little commuter cars on the streets whenever you drive around or you're just in the city and you see a for sale uh, car and you see, you know, just depends on uh, you got to have real good judgment too. you got to really see and pay attention and see if that's really a good car to get because you know, you can get a car and just be fucked over at the end of it. You know but you gotta be patient you gotta look and you know car shopping is very exciting for a lot of people so i mean for me it's already penciled in um i know what kind of car it is it's very beautiful too by the way uh, i like it personally um i never thought one of those would be one of my first cars ever but hey it's super exciting um so what are we at here are we at 10 minutes have we reached 10 minutes yet ladies and gentlemen um like I said be sure to follow us everywhere you get your show you get your shows ladies and gentlemen uh we got six minutes left here on the show so um what else do we got for today so I have work later on today so um like I said I'll be getting off earlier because I get are getting off later because I start earlier today so today I start at 6 and i get off at two in the morning so uh, yeah when most people are, are are sleeping i am awake and up and running so if you are awake and up and running at the time you'll ha- at, at the time later with me the podcast will be out by then you'll be able to listen and stream it 100 percent free ladies and gentlemen um, we are available, like I said, everywhere you get your shows and everywhere you download your podcasts exclusively on Spotify. If you have Spotify Premium, you're able to download episodes exclusively of Kicking It With The King. Um, I'm not paying a, a monthly subscription. I use Apple Podcasts to download episodes of the pod. So, you know, if you're on a road trip or you're going somewhere where there's kind of shitty service and you just want to have like, you know, for example, like have all your movies downloaded, have all your podcasts downloaded because, um, like I said, that I haven't yet to do it with Disney+. Plus. Um, I know there's an option to download. I think Hulu does it as well. Uh, and I had um, for my Galaxy, I had bought the um, 250 gig uh, by SD card, but I just seriously don't trust it for some reason. I don't know why I just don't trust it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, I mean, cuz like I I turned my phone off one time and I turned it back on and all the apps that I moved over to the SD card were corrupt. Like it literally wouldn't let me click it. I had to delete them and then reactivate them. Or re-download them in the Google Play Store, so I'm kind of nervous about that. Um, I mean, yeah, but I said like I have two phones. I have the Galaxy and I have the iPhone, so being. I mean, the galaxy has way more memory on it you can expand the memory too so like if you want to download some movies on disney plus or hulu and shit like that you can because like um they give you the option too. i mean i haven't done that just yet i'm still catching up with a lot of shows and i'm i'm gonna continue to watch some shows too so um yeah i'm waiting for the next episode of the winter soldier falcon and the winter soldier man that's gonna be so exciting i cannot. Wait for that one. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I think that's all the time we have today. i Appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode of Kicking It with King, episode three hundred and thirty three. So, without further ado, um, I'm gonna keep designing some more songs and music and stuff and theme songs for this podcast. So we'll continue to keep working on that and and then some, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, this is Gabriel Hernandez signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me everywhere. Um i have snapchat i have tiktok you can follow me on instagram as well g the king underscore official real g the king on twitter and then some facebook.com slash g the king official as well ladies and gentlemen so without further ado we're out of here gj take it away we're out here live to fight another your rapper because the motherfuckers play I'm just sitting here. I ain't gonna stay. Hey, DJ, turn it up. DJ, turn it up in three, two, one.